Today's Wednesday, March 24, 2010, and this is Make It So. Welcome to episode 10 of Make It So. I can't believe we've been doing this for 10 episodes. Yeah, we've already been through a whole bunch of challenges, and we're deep in the fix of phase two. The results from the last challenge are in, and it looks like the Borg beat the Federation pretty handily. Clean sweep. Although I will say, when I was putting together the comments and reading through what the judges were talking about, it was not as clear-cut as the score would indicate. And when you look at the popular vote, too, that was separated by only a couple of votes. The Federation just ended up with a few more problems than the Borg. Otherwise, it would have been a lot closer. Unfortunately, we've said goodbye to one of our contestants. The 11 that remain need to move on and tackle the next challenge. It is going to be really exciting to see how the teams put together their overarching expansion while also keeping in mind the individual challenges that come uh, week to week. And as we said last week, our goal is to get you a guest judge for every single one of these challenges during Phase 2. And I'm proud to say that we have continued that streak so far and brought you another guest judge for today. Unfortunately, we've had some scheduling conflicts over the last couple of days, and I know you haven't been feeling so great, Neil. Happens. I had to sit down with our guest late last week and record an interview with him. Let's take a listen to what our second edition art director, Mr. Johnny Haleva, had to say. Have you been playing a lot of Star Trek lately? As always, us here in San Diego, the uh, thanks to Dan Hammond and a great uh, group of guys, we are playing every two weeks. Definitely staying on top of the newest and greatest virtual cards and decks that are out there. A lot of people have asked what your involvement is in the overall design process. C could you give us maybe a high-level overview of what you do and when you do it in terms of the creation of new virtual cards? Basically, what happens is I enter the process fairly far along in the actual expansion. I get the sense that I'm usually brought in about three-quarters of the way through. Once most of the card gameplay has been closely locked in, not completely, but closely, and Brad and Charlie uh, will send me uh, a rough PDF, usually without images in it, and with some kind of bullet-pointed uh, direction. I am told to try to come up with a great set of images. What I usually try to do is send maybe two or three of something that might have a lot of options. Usually characters or starships. Those usually have at least a couple great options to use. And then it's a, it's a back and forth selection process. Uh, I might try to make a case for one or two that I particularly like. But usually what I try to send is, is at least something that uh, I would enjoy seeing on a card, and as a Trekkie would also enjoy the Trek sense of the image as well. When you find images, do you pull them off of Google, or do you rip them from DVDs, or, or are you just taking screen grabs and dropping them on cards, or is there a fair bit of manipulation involved? Well, it's not a total black and white answer to that one. I basically start with a website like TrekCore, 
they will usually have a good boundary of images. The problem that you'll find, though, is even if you're wa having watched most of the Star Trek episodes, I can re usually remember the kind of the time or place that a good image would occur. But TrekCore will help me guide towards that moment. And if it's not there, if it's not perfect, or even if it is, for the most part, I can get higher res green caps. And that's what I like to use on the actual cards. I might use TrekCore or other Google images for placement to get an idea if you, Charlie, or, or Brad like where it's going. But for the most part, everything that's in a virtual card set that, that I have a hand in is uh, being taken from an actual screen cap off, uh, off of a DVD. When you're given the cards, if they don't have a story on it, do you usually suggest storyline for that? Or are you usually given, this is what we're thinking of, find something, or is it more of a, Brad says it's going to be this and I have to go find an image? The process currently that I'll share concerning the upcoming virtual expansion, the next one on the horizon. There's a cycle of cards, a grouping of cards, centered around a Star Trek Voyager episode, uh, a two-parter called Flesh and Blood. What I'll end up doing is those cards, yes, uh, plural, cards will come in with blanks on them. And for that particular cycle, what I did is I actually went ahead and uh, Netflixed the disc. I do not own any Voyager, not my favorite series of all time, but uh, I got it through Netflix and I'll go through and actually watch that because I am a trekker when it, when it, when it's all said and done, I, I do enjoy the episodes. I'm going to end up watching that two-parter looking for timestamps of when I see uh, images that will fit the card types. And then what I'll do is, uh, once I finish watching the episodes, that's definitely an enjoyable part of this, I will then come back to my computer and go in and start grabbing those best compositions. And then from there, once I have those compositions, those screen caps, I'll go in and do a, a fair bit of Photoshopping, cleaning things up, trying to bring things perhaps more in focus, working with colors. Also, the picture box might not be exactly proportional to what the image ends up, what I end up grabbing with that image. There's a fair amount of work that will still go into it, but I don't want to make it out to be rocket science either. It, it's a very enjoyable part of the uh, card making process. I, I enjoy seeing the, the fruits of the labor once those cards come out. Well, speaking of that upcoming product, which we'll have more information on hopefully soon. I know there's a couple cards in there that are just given dummy titles when they're handed over to you. Like there's a there's a dilemma in there that's given uh, a name of a game show. It's a, a, a joke about an old game show. When you get a card like that, do you wait for some sort of guidance on what it's going to be, or do you start thinking of favorite episodes or, or situations that you like that might make a good fit for the game text you see on there? Basically... I think I work best with some direction, setting out some uh, guardrails of look at this series or remember this two-parter. We'd love to see something from there. That's, I think, where I, I start to get the most bang for the buck. Behind the scenes here on the card design, there there is a whole board set of people who know Star Trek so well, way better than I do. And I think that's one of their real strengths is when they come in and, and start proposing story ideas for blank cards. I, from time to time, I do offer out ideas, but I know where my, my real strengths are. Yeah, it's kind of exciting to hear how the art director really, really has to be creative and thinking. 
the design will just send him a file of cards and say, okay, put pictures on them and make them good. As, as an art director, Johnny's really, really got to step up and come up with not only great art to put on the cards, but great art that fits with what the designers are thinking. After watching the last couple of expansions, I think Johnny just keeps hitting home run after home run. Star Trek. The next generation is beaming aboard the airwaves. All the wonder, the excitement, the drama of Gene Roddenberry's original Space Odyssey. Welcome to the Enterprise. With all new adventures from the 24th century. With an all new Enterprise. This is nothing like any vessel I've seen before. And an all new crew. Starfleet veteran Captain Picard. Commander Riker. Executive Officer. Chief Medical Officer Crusher. And her brilliant son. Wesley, Lieutenant Commander Data, an android. The telepathic Troy, Security Officer Yar. Jordy, a man with unique vision. And Klingon Officer Worf. Shields and deflectors up, sir. Go to yellow alert. Their continuing mission to boldly go where no one has gone before. Let's see what's out there. Don't miss the all-new television adventures of Star Trek The Next Generation. Well, let's finish up my interview with Johnny where we talk about challenge number six and then we'll be back with Neil to share his thoughts with this too. Have you followed the competition much for the previous challenges? Oh, absolutely. I think this has been from week to week, challenge to challenge, it's been fascinating to see the cards that have been designed. I can only imagine how cool it is on, uh, on the actual designer boards to see the back and forth between the actual designers. When the when the cards actually do come out, it's it's a fun day to read through them, see the commentaries on the threads, and then uh, try to push off opinions that are out there and just come up with what I believe to be the best group of cards and, and vote for that team. Have you noticed any trends over the last five challenges? Well, I would definitely agree with the, uh, the sentiment that the quality has gone up. Heck, as somebody who's dabbled on the dream card boards, I was impressed really from the beginning. There were mistakes when it comes down to uh, game text, comma here, an apostrophe there where they shouldn't be, things like that. And that's gotten cleaned up. But I also think that the ideas have gotten better and better. It's impressive. This, this community, the people that are participating, it's a sharp bunch. I look forward to seeing where, where these card designs end up. I have high hopes. Well, Johnny has graciously agreed to join us as a guest judge for challenge number six, and he's brought a heck of a challenge for the team. What do you have for us, Johnny? Well, for challenge number six, it's short and sweet, but should lead to some great creative cards. The challenge is this. Create nine cards, each based on one of the images selected by myself. That's it. All of the images are available on the challenge page, trekcc.org slash make it so. Go take a look at the images so you can understand what we're talking about. Johnny, you picked all of these images. What was your thought process for this? What I tried to do was come up with some of the most momentous occasions in, in, in Star Trek with the guidelines of images that haven't been used before as well as trying to spread the love between all of the Star Trek series. Uh, I tried to get something from each one. That's really what it boiled down to. And some of them are my favorites, too. It's no secret that Deep Space Nine is my favorite of the series. I had to get one in there, at least. A goofy Voyager shot of Janeway and Tuvok with their 3D glasses on. If that can't inspire the design teams to come up with something creative, I don't know what will. 
So just, just taking a look across the images real quick, there's a wide variety of different potential card types here. I mean, some of these could be dilemmas, some of these could be personnel. One of them is pretty clearly going to be a ship, but I suppose you could make it something else. What kind of expectations do you have for the final result here? As I believe all of the judges would agree with for, for Make It So, the card's got to be really solid. Got to get the details right. But then really kind of moving towards my area of expertise, how those images reflect on the game text, how creative these solutions will be. I think as, as a creative person, I look forward to seeing how far the, the, the two design teams can push themselves. I think there are some fairly obvious types of cards that can come from these images and obvious a lot of times is really good keep it simple but it might also be very interesting to see if a design team really stretches for example you have an image in there of uh, captain pike burnt by radiation in the in the chair should a team choose to make a personnel out of him he better not be strength six. Well, sure. I, I, I think uh, definitely that. And and I think when I chose that image in particular, I probably had in my head, okay, that's personnel. But it doesn't have to be. I, I don't want the design teams to think that I, as a judge, would mark down for if uh, Captain Pike is a dilemma. As crazy as it might sound, maybe there's an equipment in there for the chair. I, I'm not saying that's absolutely it, but you never know. I would encourage the design teams to, at least in the first day or so, brainstorm the ideas. Go beyond the obvious. And if the obvious is what's going to work best, then go to that. My favorite is from his way. Kira and Odo having their first kiss on the promenade. That's, that's a great shot. I cannot wait to see what teams do with that card. No argument for me. When I was asked to do this guest judging appearance, I was given free reign, really, to come up with my favorite images. What I also tried to do was not pick perhaps the most obvious ones. And I think this is an image from Deep Space Nine that goes beyond the first level guns blazing cork in the bar type uh, imagery that is so often associated with uh, Deep Space Nine. Along with that, the gamesters of Triskelion, uh, I believe that's the name of the brains. I hope the teams come up with something very gaming and entertaining for that. Lord knows that episode would demand that. And I think that image, though fairly TOS staticky, there should be a lot of fun with that image. I think one of the images that you picked, Johnny, is going to make a few people out there in the community be squeeing with delight. That would be the Defiant from In a Mirror Darkly. That's the, the regular Defiant that got sucked through the time vortex into the Mirror Universe. There has been a considerable amount of debate inside the design team about what exactly the title of that card should be. What do you think that card should be called, Johnny? You know, I, I chose the image because it's so striking at the end of that episode when it's orbiting Earth. There, there are smarter people than I who will have to tackle that challenge. I do know this. There are people who want to see a ship, uh, you know, a ship card. I think there, though, there's also a definitive moment that happens as that ship enters orbit. It could also be very interesting to see a defining 2E moment be represented on that card. No matter what, it should be cool. Your automatic reaction is going to be, Nick's make a ship. That may not be the best decision. I mean, Johnny ducked that question very well, so kudos to him. <laughs> that is not an easy topic to talk about. Following the strict letter of the law, that is the USS Defiant. But there are a whole bunch of problems with calling it that. You may be able to duck that problem similarly by not making that a ship, although that risks the wrath of the community vote as well. 
a fine line to walk, but it's one that the design team has to walk every time they make a card. Overall, what are you going to be looking for on these entries as you sit down to judge them? Well, I think as I look at the entries, I will look at if the teams really pushed the creative angle. Did they use the best of the images? I guess what I'm driving at is, did they push themselves to create some really cool cards. One of the things is, I'm also a gamer, truly enjoy playing this game. I'd be lying if I said I'd, I, I'm looking at these cards and not caring if these will be good cards to play with in the current meta. That's very important. What the designers are learning about um, the meta and what cards work well. You know, there will be the X factor. How cool is it? Lord knows that's a subjective question, but as a judge, I guess I get to answer that one for this challenge. So I'm looking forward to that. Make it cool. <laughs> Gosh, I keep, I, I keep hating to repeat myself and say this is my favorite challenge, but this is my favorite challenge, where people get to look at some fantastic images and construct cards based around those images. I know personally, when I start looking at a new set, the first thing that I look at are all the pictures and all the fantastic art that goes into, into these cards. And the pictures that we see on this challenge, oh, I, I like it. I like every single one of them especially the picture that is going to cause some controversy of the, well, technically, the USS Defiant. Yeah, and, and Johnny did a great job of ducking me on that question, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. <laughs> if you were making that card, what would its title be? If I was naming this card, I would name it the NCC-1764 USS Defiant. And I'd probably make it Starfleet-class ship so that it would, it would be incredibly difficult to get this ship in play with another Defiant. Well, that's all that we have for you. Now it's time for the teams to take this information and take these images and come up with nine quality cards. Neil and I will be back with Johnny next week to take a look at these cards and give you our first impressions, as always. But another fantastic week. Thank you all for taking your time out of the day. And for this week, I'm Neil Timmons. And I'm Charlie Plain. And on behalf of our guest judge, Johnny Haleva, and in the immortal words of Captain Jean-Luc Picard, make it so. So podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike license. For more information, visit www.creativecommons.org. Some of the music in today's podcast is brought to you podsafe free from Nebio's Music Alley. For more information, visit www.musicalley.com. Make it so. The search for the next assistant game designer is brought to you by the Continuing Committee, home of the first and second edition Star Trek CCG. For more information, please visit www.trekcc.org, www.trekcc.org. That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that you got a great judge instead of the terrible John Corbett judge.